day. Welcome. Man, what a good uh, good start to the day. It's been fast and furious. Not as fast and furious as yesterday was, but uh, it's been fast and furious. As uh, we just had a lot of good, interesting stuff, too, as a matter of fact. Jeff Smolian, uh, for those that don't know, and uh, when we had Jeff on, it just happened really quick. But Jeff Smolian, uh, he is like what they call the godfather of Sports Talk Radio. He's the one that started all of this. He was the first uh, program director, uh, manager of a radio station that said, let's go all sports all, all the time. And they did it with the fan in New York. And it took him a while to get to a Mike and the Mad Dog. And he has been instrumental in starting all sports stations across the country. And he is, it is like, for, for people in, in this business, uh, myself and anybody else that's sitting here on Radio Row, Ben producing the program back in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, our friends that, you know, we obviously have, uh, the Zone in Madison, and all the other sports stations uh, around the state. I mean, it is um, because of him and that vision that we have sports talk the way it is today. Now, I know there's not many stations in the country that are 24-7 local. The larger markets, the big markets tend to do that, tend to be that way. Um, you know, New York, L.A., uh, here in Phoenix, uh, and even one of the Phoenix stations goes to national stuff at night. So it happens. I understand all of that. But um, but Jeff Smolian, for those that were listening and you're going, well, who is this guy? What does he have to do, you know, with, uh, with Radio Row and such? It, you know, he said, look, he, he kind of is the one that started all of this. And he has never been actually here. He's always, you know, worked with the radio stations and such. But... Uh, MS Broadcasting and, and what he did is, is absolutely fantastic. So the founder and CEO of MS Communications, and uh, he is his book is fascinating. Fascinating. All the stories and such about, you know, the ups and downs of behind the scenes and being able to, you know, kind of pull all this stuff together. It's just, it's incredible. Uh, we are expecting uh, Carl Eller, uh, and uh, he should be at some point making his way over. Now, let me say that, or uh, the Hall of Famer Carl, Carl Eller from the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Carl is, uh, well, at times he's pushing the wheelchair and at times he's in it. Doesn't get around real well, but he is scheduled to join us uh, here in this hour at the table. So we'll be hearing from him coming up here in just a bit. Uh, also in this hour, you're going to hear from Kyle Turley and Jim McMahon, the former Bears quarterback. Kyle Turley was with the Saints. He was with the Chiefs. Uh, so he's uh, coming over as well. Uh, they have a, uh, a company called Revenant that uh, does a lot of the CBD stuff. That is, and if you know Jim McMahon's story, Jim McMahon getting out of football, had some uh, brain issues, had some uh, really uh, a tough time with dementia, memory uh, lapses, has had some pain issues, had surgery on his foot. Uh, last year at this time, he was wheelchair bound. Uh, I saw him about eight months ago in Chicago. He was on crutches, hoping to get off the crutches, and then he's back in the wheelchair. And uh, we had a chance to catch up with both him and Kyle Turley yesterday uh, before we got out of here. So we had a really good conversation with them. You're going to hear that coming up here in just a little bit as well. Uh, getting a lot of people pouring in about two different things. One being, uh, obviously, the uh, the Bucks deal going down, that the Bucks are going to pick up Jay Crowder. And uh, Jay Crowder's uh, presence now with the Milwaukee Bucks seems to be, uh, for the most part, really well accepted. Uh, a lot of people talking about the tenacity they'll have. Um, you've got... You know, obviously, uh, you got to get healthy. That's the number one thing. Um, the Indiana Pacers, by the way, are getting George Hill and a second-round pick. 
Uh, that's going from a WE or, or a Wojo or in uh, ESPN. So uh, he's making that, uh, bringing that up. NBA on TNT also bringing that out today as well. That uh, George Hill off to uh, in the Indiana Pacers. Um, so we kind of know that. Is there anything else I'm missing here, Ben? As, as stuff continues to break, and I'm trying to kind of peer around and make sure that I'm not missing anything here on the floor. Serge Ibaka to the Pacers as well as part of the Jay Crowder deal with the Nets because they, they apparently they found that third team. So that's the Nets and the Indiana Pacers, and that's part of that three-team trade, right? That is my understanding, yeah. You got 15 okay. people tweeting things 15 different ways, so it's hard to it's hard okay. to go through all of it and sift through. And uh, But but that is what I understand it to be, yeah. Adrian Wojnarowski saying the Pacers are acquiring the Bucks guard George Hill and second-round pick uh, according to the sources, there he does not. He does not put uh, uh, Serge Ibaka in that deal. Uh, I know others are saying that uh, Nuara is part of that. Uh, let's see here. Um, there's just so much flying through. It's it's like just like throttling today under the Bucks uh, Bucks call, so to speak. So I'm just trying to make sure we keep up on it. We don't get it wrong. But uh, the Bucks, nevertheless, getting Jay Crowder today, getting rid of uh, a couple of peace players that don't play, quite frankly, a whole lot. And uh, kind of going from there. 877-867-1670. We'll take a couple of minutes. If you want to chime in as a Bucks fan, give us your thoughts on the trade. I'm happy to do it as we sit here uh, in between some guests. And also, don't forget, we've got coming up here uh, in just a little bit, we're going to hear from Kyle Turley and Jim McMahon. So that interview is coming up. So we got some little bit of time. But uh, we're going to just kind of check it out. Uh, this one's from Dave, who says, uh, with Jay Crowder, he's going to get a ring now with the Milwaukee Bucks for sure. Billy says, it's the Bucks and the Celtics in the East. Whoever wins the East is going to be the champion. Who do you got in the West? Um, I think Memphis is still one of the toughest teams in the West, to be quite honest with you. I, I think Memphis is probably one of the toughest teams in the West. I, I can't look at anybody in the West. I mean, Denver's really solid. Memphis really solid. Um Phoenix, obviously, going for it with Kevin Durant. Did they just turn the corner? That's if Durant can even stay healthy, you know. Um, Golden State, uh, boy, they they can win at home, but they can't win on the road to save their life. They're 21-6 at home. They're awful on the road. They can't figure it out. And it, it seems like the, there, there's been some discontent. Uh, obviously, it goes back to the beginning of the season when you go uh, Draymond Green, Throwing a punch at Poole. Poole getting the ire of Steph Curry. When uh, Curry wanted the last shot in the game, Poole took it. There was some, uh, you know, remember that's when Steph Curry threw the mouthpiece, got ejected from the game. Uh, there was some, you know, words exchanged. It seems like things right now are a little, little contentious with that locker room at Golden State. But Golden State's always one of those teams that if they start to get the least bit healthy, fully healthy, they can go on a run. They can start to beat anybody at any, any given time. Uh, Dallas is certainly good. I just don't know if they're championship good, but they could be right there. But if I had to pick a, a, a top team in the West to win it, I, I'd almost get, venture a guess at Memphis. I, I love John Morant and his game, man. John Morant just has turned that thing around and is an incredible leader, not to mention an incredible player. But uh, I would say it'd probably be Memphis, uh, possibly Phoenix now with Kevin Durant, Denver. Those top three teams, I think in the East it's pretty much two teams. It's it's between Boston and Milwaukee. Although, didn't the uh, 76ers make a deal today too, Ben? Yeah, they just traded Matisse Thibel for 
uh, oh, I forget the guy's name. I haven't seen him play much, but it was a lower-level deal. Jalen McDaniels is who they got okay. from Portland, I think. Uh, also, this coming in in baseball, you Darvish is now entered into an agreement with San Diego. Six years, $108 million. Now, he's going to be 42 years old at the completion of this thing. Six years. So he's 36 years old for $108 million guaranteed in baseball. What is that going to mean when you talk about Woodruff and Burns and money? I mean, that's that's a lot of jack uh, for a guy that's going to be 30. He's 36, going to be 42 by the time this thing culminates with what he's been able to do. Now you talk about a guy like Corbin Burns, who's won a Cy Young at his young age, and he's coming up for contract and the amount of money he's going to get. You could be easily 250 million bucks, easily 250 million bucks for the contract that he's probably looking for. And Woodruff's not far behind. I don't I, – you, do you honestly think that the, the, the Brewers, considering what they've done or haven't done this offseason, could even think about absorbing $500 million in guaranteed money to a couple of pitchers, much less building a team around them? You know, it's, it's going to be one of the ultimate shames in small market baseball. And it's not all the Brewers' fault – but it's going to be one of the shames in small market baseball that you, you you cultivate these guys, you draft them, you hope to grow them, you finally get some some pitchers in your system, and you got to let them go because the game will not allow you to hang on to your own players. It just won't, and that's a, that's a sad part of where we're at right now. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us? Do it. But uh, a lot of good stuff coming in today in so many different realms. Uh, also. Got a lot of people ch- uh, chiming in over on the uh, Bud Light live stream. Our buddy Dwayne says, jacked on the Crowder deal. Hill was declining anyway, and second-round picks are pretty much throwaways with the exception of uh, Brogdon. So there you go. He said, I enjoyed the interview with Jeff Smolian. Uh, more than many of the other interviews with former athletes trying to uh, pimp something. Uh, and Jeff was just pimping his book. Look, the thing about it is, Chuck, and I get it, you know, because uh, I, I saw that yesterday, and everybody gets tired of that. You don't get them. The, none of these people are here without somebody paying them to be here. That's what Radio Row is. It's the exposure of the player who then exposes the product. That's what it is. And, you know, some of the players that, you know, you get on certain shows like, you know, ESPN and such, when they're here, they still talk about it, and maybe not as much. But that being said, you, you get – that's what you get. And it's not – like just us. I mean, it's every place you go. You know, what Bally Sports is right next to us and their TV broadcast and such. You get that. That's what you get. Everybody gets it. So you, you got to take the good with the bad, so to speak. And sometimes it's actually compelling. Sometimes it's actually compelling. So there you go. Uh, let's do this. We're going to take a, a quick break and come back. we got to say thanks to a lot of great people, our friends at Cunis RV. Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, Cunis RV. Dot com. That's CunisRV.com. Also, our friends at the Nice Ash, if you're looking for a terrific place to go with some music, maybe a good cigar, maybe a hookah, some good whiskeys, bourbons, drafts, whatever it happens to be, or just to catch a game and relax, that's TheNiceAsh.com, uh, 322 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha, TheNiceAsh.com. Also, our friends at JL Tire Service, 
out in uh, out in Johnson Creek, right off of 94. Just go north. That's our friends uh, Lyle and his staff, and they can do it from uh, the soccer mom mobiles all the way up to 18 wheelers. Man, they can handle everything. That's our friends over there at JNL Tire. Go to JNLTire.com. More of the Bill Michael Show here in Arizona coming up after this. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Eagles and the Chiefs, three days and about five hours away from kicking things off over at State Farm Stadium. And it has been good to see so many people and kind of like a reunion here, Radio Row. Hey, if you are looking, if you, by the way, speaking of uh, the Bucks and such, when we were talking about them in the last segment, uh, hey, if you're heading to downtown Milwaukee, if you're going to go to a Bucks game, Admirals game, maybe you just want a romantic night out for Valentine's Day, no better place to eat than our friends at San Giorgio and Calderon Club, the best Italian food you're ever going to have. Stop in and tell them hi. They pair up some of their specials with Cider Boys and uh, Joe Martino and the gang over there at Point Bring. They're they're great, but they pair all that stuff up down there at San Giorgio and Calderon Club. Terrific Italian food. As for the spicy penny with the Italian sausage, uh, they have got unbelievable spaghetti and meatballs, and their meatballs have won awards. Or you just want a great pizza. Anywhere you want to go within those two places right there in Old World, Third Street, across from the Hyatt, both places, absolutely fantastic. Calderon Club. And San Giorgio. Joining us uh, here at the table as he uh, unpacks his, his life is our guy, Mike Clements. Mike, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Um, Justin Fields, the Bears quarterback, was over there at a network and with about five people around him. And he's got great mobility. I could not catch up to him. <laughs> he was darting left and right because I thought I'd say, hey, come on right. over here and yeah. see how does the uh, Packer fans in Wisconsin, you know, it's all love in the offseason. Yeah, he made the turn rather quickly. Yeah, he, he made the could, turn rather but quickly. Yeah, no, he, he, yeah. he scooted up the field there. Is this Carl? Is this it, is Carl. Are you going to talk gonna, to him? Yeah, we're going to bring him in. Oh, well, bring yeah. him in, man. Bring him in. Hi, Carl. How you doing? Purple people eater, man. Yeah. Carl Eller's oh, going to join good. us over here at the all table. Of fame and all that. Yeah. Uh, Bill, I spent the morning with Marquez Valdez Scantling. And yeah. you talked to him first the first night, and we were at opening night. It was kind of loud. It was kind of loud. It was kind of hard. So I had a, just more time to talk to him today. Uh, I, frankly, I got right down to it and said, what do you what do you make of the guy going into the chamber with no light and, and no sound for four yeah. days to make his decision on football? Yeah. And he kind of shrugged. His, he, he, had all, he had all love for Aaron Rodgers. He uh, was not saying that it's Jordan Love's time or anything right. like that. But, you know, we, we did that. Uh, we had that discussion today. And, you know, sometimes the atmosphere is everything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some of that for you on tomorrow's show. Um, I was at the Chiefs uh, team hotel this morning. Travis Kelsey was up there um, talking. Uh, that so many people talk about how much he's developed the tight end position. And then um, here, yeah, we're going yeah, to send him up there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also talked to Patrick Mahomes. Saying, you want to ask yeah. Patrick Mahomes today? I said, Patrick, do you remember just before you got drafted that your agent, Lee Steinberg, took you down to Radio Roll? Yeah, yeah. And you talked to a couple stations, and you talked to my guy, Bill Michaels. He says, I remember talking to you. Yeah. And I said, 
I said, think about that. He says, you know, that's what Lee told me to do, and he thought it was a good idea. He says, because I was probably only going third or fourth round. Right. And he, he brought us down to Radio Row right to here at the Super Bowl, uh, you know, a couple months before the draft, and he, he got his name out there. Now, I don't know if he was already on Rand- Andy Reid's radar screen from film. Yeah. But uh, he remembers that moment and realizes those are little things he had to do along the way to right. get drafted and, and take the, the next step. So let's, br- let's bring in the Hall of Famer, Carl Eller, joining us. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Now, here, you know, <laughs> see, before I watched you, came over in the chair, but before you were pushing the chair, you still, is it like pushing the sled from the old days or something like I that? Kind of, kind of like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of, kind of works with the legs, get my legs, get the juices flowing, you know, with the legs a little bit and yeah. push it along, yeah. Part of but, that uh, purple people eater group, man, and, and look how far the Super Bowls come and all the different, uh, you know, Hall of Famers that are walking around in the gold jackets like yourself. And, man, it's uh, it's quite a day today, quite a week this week, huh? Well, I'll tell you, uh, man, it's been quite a day. At first, I met uh, Joe Montana, uh, Earl Campbell, Tony Dorsett, all these guys, uh, some other guys. That, um, I don't know, just a whole slew of guys are here. For the uh, Super Bowl, I'm sure that's why they're here. Yeah. And uh, it was fun for me to just meet these guys and give them a good right. Joe, Joe Montana. I squeeze kind of tight. Still <laughs> <laughs> so used to hitting quarterbacks. Huh? Yeah, right, right, right. When when you were playing at the Met, was there anything that compares to the Skull Chant and uh, all the other stuff they've got going on in U.S. Bank Stadium. It's so loud in that stadium now, it's right? It's not loud. <laughs> no, there's nothing compared with that. I think the school check came along later. Yeah. A lot of times the fans introduce some of these new techniques or whatever they're called, chants or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a fan who probably came up with the idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um Let's see. We were lining up on the left or right side. Were you going up against Force Greg or who are you? Force Greg, I would have gone up against. You were uh, dancing you, with him a lot, huh? So yeah, yeah. You obviously a, a Packer fan of Force Greg, but uh, Force Greg. Now see, I was stronger. Mm-hmm. I was faster. You were tall. I was tall. But Forrest Craig, it took a long time, more than a season, to get the best of him. Well, I thought the best. A couple of seasons, he, he, I thought. And he would uh, hit me or charge me. He would change up his technique. He would do all those things. And I'd say, well, darn, why can't I beat this guy? Because, I mean, I, I was, obviously, the years are different. Uh, uh, Three or four, four or five years, which can make a lot of difference in the NFL. And so I was coming off the university, you know, I thought, well, I could beat this guy. But no, it took a long time, three or four years before I felt that I had a good game against Forge Craig. What was your What was your best shot on Bart or maybe Don Horn in there or some of those those guys? What was your best shot on Bart Starr? Best shot meaning the best hit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. Like I said, first Greg was there protecting him. He was getting you, in front of the, you know. He was always getting in your way. Yeah, he was always in between there. And uh, so, but Bart, I got a couple of times, you know, I don't remember 
you know, with one particular one, but uh, it was a challenge to get to him. Uh, and then in fourth grade, they had the, the offensive line was there for a couple of number of years. They had been to the Super Bowl a couple of times there, so they were a pretty pretty good unit. How close is you know? It's it's seems like every year it's like this could be Minnesota's year, and then things uh, unravel, and you just kind of look for. You're looking for something to get you over the hump. And how, how, how far away or how close do you think they are right now? They seem to have a really good coach. Well, I thought they were close this year. I thought they were going to surprise a lot of the people. In fact, I went into when they lost to New York because I thought they could beat New York. Yeah. You know, some teams have a physical presence. You know, they mm-hmm. just... Beat you and just. I think the Eagles do. Yeah, yeah, I like the Eagles too. The Eagles are kind right of that team. Yeah. And uh, come at you, they are like that physical team and they just beat you down. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't think some of the teams, so we were talking about that, well, the Eagles are physical. Um, I don't know how they will do that, you know, between the running backs, sometimes the running backs will come after you instead of trying to get around you, that explains a kind of physical versus uh, finesse. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't really... It's kind of how they show up on Sunday. You know, uh, Leroy Butler now is the latest Packer inductee into the Hall of Fame. You've got your jacket on and wearing it with pride. And I see you there on induction days, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the crowd and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know how much those folks down in Canton appreciate you guys coming back. And, um, I mean, Leroy, Leroy campaigned so long because he wanted to be a part of that fraternity. What's, what's it like when you welcome in those new guys to say, this is a, this is a new group you're in now? Well, I went through that experience that he's going through because it took me a couple of times to uh, do a couple of votes to get in. Mm-hmm. So I know what it's like to wait. You know, you pack your pack. You, mm-hmm. you get all set to go. You wait for the announcement that, that didn't come. And so you're really disappointed. And, and I was, you know, for the years that I didn't get. But when you get in, all that's forgotten. All that's forgotten. You're one of the gang now. The guys who welcome you in, you're part of a group that really won't ever change. You know, I'll be a Hall of Famer forever. And so you you treasure on that. You realize on the fact that, man, I'm a Hall of Famer. That's as high as you can go. What is it like when you wait and you go back again and you're like, oh, I hope. I, uh-huh. And then you hear that knock, knock, knock. And you know it. Yeah. You know, yeah, what is yeah. it? What is that moment like? Well, that moment, again, is part of the whole experience. You know, you, you've made it. Uh, the way that we don't make it, as I was explaining, the hurt. You feel hurt. You feel like you, you doubt yourself. You say maybe, you know, maybe I should have known more. Maybe it's a certain play or a certain game or yeah. something. But all told, you figure, man, that's what... He, I, I didn't start out my rookie year saying I'm going to be a Hall of Famer or when I was drafted, I'm going to be a Hall of Famer. It was just a matter of you being a player. You wanted to play, you play because it's bad. And when the total is all over, it all this time, you think, well, maybe there's a chance I'll be a Hall of Famer. You know, that's something that's up. 
But you never know. You never yeah. know for sure that your career is there. Maybe some guys do. Mm-hmm. Most guys don't know. It's not in other bank. It's an incredible bank. story yeah. and uh, great, yeah. great to have you on. And uh, thanks for coming by. I know it's uh, a, kind of a, a nice reunion for to go around and see everybody and say hi to everybody and, and enjoy tonight too the honors banquet, yeah. which is. Yeah. You know, now you've got a new class coming in, new guys to, to welcome in, you know. It's going to be a real pleasure to do that. Carl, appreciate you stopping I, by. Hey, I yeah. love seeing pictures of him with Coach Bud Grant, too. Yeah. Mean, they go to those Vikings games. Yeah. You know, you guys meet so much the legacy of the team, and I know the Vikings fans just appreciate that so much. Well, we do, and Bud did actually very cordial. We actually talk each other and have a good time together. Yeah. yeah. It, for me, even, it's a sure. treat. So yeah. thank you much for You're that. Bad. You're bad. Okay. Thank you, guys. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got a lot more to get to, more of the Bill Michael Show. We're going to continue coming back. Stay tuned. A whole lot more coming up, and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show. We are coming to you live from Radio Row in the Media Center here inside Phoenix, Arizona, in the Convention Center, and getting you ready for the Chiefs and the Eagles Super Sunday, and uh, just a, a terrific time. Carl Eller, what a what a what a great dude, man! What a great dude. The uh, part of the Purple People Eaters Hall of Famer, like he said, went up against Forrest Gregg and the Green Bay Packers, and just uh, man, what a, what a great guy. Um, you know, like I said before, he was. Uh, now he's back in the wheelchair, but he was, you know, seeing a lot of these guys come around and man, the what the the toll their bodies have taken playing a game of football, and he was pushing the wheelchair for a while. Now he's back in it, and uh, just uh, what a, what a great guy, great to talk to and sit here and chat with a little bit after the fact. Uh, this portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals, continuing to play their winning ways, questing for a Calder Cup. Hopefully they get there. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com, whether it's for single-game tickets, if you have yourself uh, an opportunity, check out uh, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Uh, single-game tickets, promotional tickets, concerts and such after the fact. Uh, you can uh, check out after-game concerts. So many things still going on at uh, at uh, the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's Milwaukee Admirals. Dot com. Uh, earlier, well, I should say earlier, but yesterday, I had a chance to sit down and chat with Kyle Turley, who used to play for the Saints, played for the Chiefs. Jim McMahon, as we all know, played for the Bears. And in that Super Bowl run for the Green Bay Packers, and Mike Holmgren and Brett Favre and Reggie White also played for the Green Bay Packers. I sat down and had a chance to chat with both of those guys as they came over to the table yesterday and say hello. Take a listen to the conversation. Guys, how you doing, man? It's great to see you both. Thank you, brother. Good, Good to, to be, be with out. you again. Yeah. Now, Jim, I saw you at the Gridiron Greats in Chicago when Mike made the announcement he was going to kind of back off of the public appearances. You were on the crutches. You took a nice picture with my girlfriend, yeah. gave her a nice tight squeeze, and I said, I'm going to kick these things. So this, the, the, the chair today is just strictly because I wish I could have one so we could yeah. all just rest a little bit, right? <laughs> trying, to, trying to get around this auditorium here with all yeah. these different, uh, and then getting from the parking lot here was a pain. So yeah. Okay. I'm glad they had this chair. Just making sure. 
sure you're doing well. Well, that, I was in this it. chair last year, so I had to keep the tradition going, I okay. guess. Okay. Yeah, well, now you need some, like, coolers on the side of it. So <laughs> yeah, my God, exactly. right? There you go. So how you guys been, man? Uh, another good. year? Another, uh, hey, we're all above the dirt. We're doing good. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, we're here, man. We're here, and we're good. And we're uh, we've got events going on this week. You right. Know? We're By the way. To step it up. Last year at uh, the Cigars with the Stars party, you were freaking fam- fabulous. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. was that. awesome. Thank you. I did not know you were that talented of a musician. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Just a lot of hidden Keep talents it on it. up here. So, <laughs> did, do you wish he was kind of like uh, playing in the band that did the Super Bowl shuffle? Yeah, he would have fit right in. <laughs> yeah, I would have fit in with that group. So, when you get here and you get to all of this again, and we kind of, you know, go through the car wash, and sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but other times it's kind of like, you know, what, uh, a family reunion, right? Yeah. Well, it's great to be out. We're, we're here just, you know, pushing our me- uh, message about our company, Revenant, and yeah. uh, the medicinal properties that this plant is, is offered to both of us. It got us off all the pills. You know, it yeah. gave us back our lives. You know, we we're, were able to function. We are able to remember things and uh, know what day it is now. Yeah. So it <laughs> feels, uh, feels I, pretty good. I, you know, Jim, I got to ask victories. you real quick because uh, I had Aaron Taylor on earlier today, and he said, uh, I was asking myself, what is it like, you know, before Super Bowl and all that stuff? And he said, you know, Holmgren grabbed a couple of guys, one of them being Jim McMahon, who had been there, done that, and they said he had to get up and speak and tell us what it's like because nobody on that team had been to a Super Bowl before. Uh, do you remember doing that? You remember, yeah. 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 Uh, basically what I told him, I said, just remember wherever you're at, no matter what you're doing, you're going to have a camera on you. Somebody's going to be filming you. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And Otherwise, I said, have a good time. I said, yeah. treat this, you know, we're going to prepare like we prepare every week. Have, have fun on your free time. But, uh, you know, treat the game like it's going to be a regular game. Yeah. The, the amount of social media today where it's cameras and such. Because yeah. you think about going back in the days and all the pranks you pulled and all the fun you had and the hotels you ran in and out of, bars and all that kind of stuff. Could you have, could you have survived that at that, you know? Yeah, I don't think no. so. <laughs> I know, I'm pretty sure the 85 no. bear, the entire team, would yeah, have been we, we, Yeah, we would not have been on the field. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So when you get guys like in today's day and age, you, we haven't had the story, the night before story. We had, you know, players that have gotten into trouble, yeah. you know? And you always tell everybody, hey, keep your head, keep your cool. You know, I remember that message in 2010, 2011 when the Packers went again. But we haven't had that with as many cameras as we had. It's just a different breed of animal right now? Or are we talking about a different uh, different lockdown system when it comes to teams, coaches, and, uh, and and media awareness? No, I just think the accountability factor, you know, and everybody do they do know that, you know, the cameras are on them. Yeah. You know, so you, you have that. But even still, you know, they're what the Eagles said they tried to drum up that thing about that guard or something. Yeah. Um he's a backup, I guess. Right, you know? right. So but yeah, no starters yet. Yeah, with the rape allegations, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no no starters. Uh, right. I understand. Uh but isn't the timing of that story I guess if the Bengals the Bengals would have made it, then that would have been uh but yeah. Well the Bengals, I mean Eugene Robinson the night before when they played the Broncos. Well that was yeah, that was Atlanta. Yeah, that was Atlanta. Yeah. And then uh it was Stanley Wilson. And Barrett the night Robbins. before, Barrett Robbins. Barrett Robbins, San Diego. Yeah, Stanley Wilson the night uh, before they played the uh, 49ers with uh, a little bit of an incident. In yeah, it's Arizona, yeah. I guess. Maybe it's the city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Miami, San Diego. In the desert, you lose your mind, I guess. <laughs> well, you live here, right? I you live both here. live here? Yeah. I don't know. I'm in Nashville. That's yeah, right. That's right. But you're here. I've been here 13 yeah. years. I knew, I knew I played here in 94 with the Cardinals right. and knew that knew then I was going to live here when I retired. Yeah. Just because of the weather and how my body feels in dry heat. Yeah. So much better in humidity. Yeah. And, uh, well, other than this last couple of weeks, it usually does. It's not this cold here. 
right. this right. time right. of year. Yeah, so, we brought a little bit uh, yeah. that from uh, in Wisconsin. Well, that, it's going to warm up for Friday, our golf event Friday. Yeah. Who, uh, Revenant is hosting, uh, benefiting the Gridiron Greats, Mike Dicka's uh, charity. Before I let you guys go, and I know they want me to wind it up, but uh, a lot of talk about this Philadelphia Eagles defense. They're five and a half sacks away. I think it's five sacks away from uh, the Bears record Uh-oh. from 1985. Bears were, you were a bunch of characters that got a lot of press and a lot of publicity and were very incredibly tenacious, and the game was played differently then. If the Eagles get to that record and they really do a number on, on this Kansas City team, do we put them in the pantheon of the 85 Bears? Well, I don't know. They're obviously a hell of a hell Sorry. of a defense, hell of a no. football team. But, but I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I haven't seen them play at all. Mike so. Singletary in the fridge are walking yeah, through that door for them, right? Nah, yeah. those guys would eat them for lunch. The yeah. Eagle defense I played with in 1991. They yeah. now they they could have rivaled the Bear defense. Right. We had Reggie White, Jerome right. Brown, Clyde Simmons, Seth Joyner, right. Eric oh, Allen, yeah. Wes Hopkins. I mean, you, Andre Waters. I mean, we had a we had a damn good defense in that. Yeah. No doubt about it. Guys, it's always Lights great out. seeing you. I look forward to tomorrow night. Thank hanging you, out with you a little bit. Are you playing tomorrow night? Not playing music, no. Just hanging out. Yeah, I think hopefully we got Dwayne Bowe playing. Uh, he's, uh, I haven't even I've played. been trying to push him to keep the athlete thing going. We got Dwayne Bowe out here, Money okay. Bowe. He's a great rap artist. Okay. Been at Rolling Loud, all these other killer rap shows. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so, looking forward to it. Former Kansas City Chief. That's always one of those things we always circle. You know, yeah. we always always want to get to that. Yeah, that we'll event. see you there for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely. be there tomorrow night. And then our event on, on Friday is going to yeah. follow that up and raise another bunch of money for the, for the charity. It's going to be awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Guys, great to see you. Yeah. And I know you'll be. Uh, kicking and dancing tomorrow night, Jim. That's right. right. Well, on one leg. <laughs> Thank you. You Thanks go. a lot. There you go. That is uh, Jim McMahon, Kyle Turley, who uh, joined me yesterday. Great to talk to those guys. And uh, that is, that's become a really good relationship. Um, that, that's been a lot of fun to cultivate over the years. Kyle Turley, obviously, we've known him for years and years and years. He's been with us uh, numerous times. And Jim McMahon, most recently, uh, like I said, I think it's about th- uh, the fourth or fifth time I've seen him within the last year year and a half and it's it's been great to get to, uh, you know to know him a little bit he's actually lives out here you know as he has stated and uh, good to see him as well so good good stuff to talk to both of those guys thanks to both of them for coming over hey got to say thanks to a couple other people our friends at boondocks barbecue burgers and brews county road k uh, county road k in oconomowoc they have uh, stuff regarding the big game coming up this weekend as well if you want to go over there and watch it they've got some terrific specials also our friends if you're on the western portion of the state of Wisconsin. That is Buzzard Billy's. You can check uh, check that out there, as well as going upstairs to the Starlight Lounge, maybe a celebratory martini if you decide that uh, your team is the winning team. If, indeed, maybe you bet a little money on this thing, or maybe you're a you know, Chiefs or an Eagles fan, what have you, uh, you can check both places out. One's east, one's west, and that is our friends at Boondocks Barbecue, Burgers and Brews, County Road K in Oconomowoc, and Buzzard Billy's out in La Crosse. Uh, let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break, and whatever else comes our way, comes our way. We've got more. We've got another about an hour and 15 minutes yet to go from Radio Row here inside the convention center, getting you ready for Super Bowl 57. It's, it's just been a, an absolute blast all week long, and hopefully you've enjoyed it as well. Stay tuned. We've got more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Chiefs and the Eagles getting ready for Sunday's game. This will be Andy Reid's fourth trip to a Super Bowl and was asked about his longevity as an NFL head coach. I've been fortunate to have good coaches, uh, assistant coaches that uh, work their tail off, and then good players. And normally if you have good coaches and good players, that's a 
That's a good combination. What's the biggest challenge in facing the Eagles' top-rated defense? Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they're, they're, they're great everywhere, so it's, it's, it's hard to pick one. I mean, obviously, I'd probably say the defensive line just because, I mean, they're on the like a historic uh, sack, uh, sack rate and uh, the way they're able to get to the quarterback. And so everybody knows that everything starts up front, and so it will be a great challenge for our offensive line to try to do what they can in the run game and the pass game of protecting and run blocking. They've done a great job, especially in the playoffs, of, of causing negative plays, and then and turnovers are usually what win and lose a, uh, a football game. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts says his throwing shoulder is fine and was asked how the week of preparation has gone for him so far. Everything we've been able to do this week, you know, you definitely want to soak it all in. It's something we worked work really hard to, you know, get to this point. Obviously, we're coming for a reason and having a goal in mind, but... um. We're just out there playing Uno, playing Spades, so we, we're soaking it in. And do the coaches have any superstitions before a big game? Head coach Nick Sirianni. My actually, my superstition is not to be superstitious. Routine is different to me than superstition. Like when I say something in a staff room and someone knocks on wood or something like that, I'm like, stop that. That has nothing to do with what we if we're going to win or lose the game or if we're going to be successful on this play. That's Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. From Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Good stuff from Mike and uh, good stuff all week. Appreciate you hanging out with us. We are broadcasting live. We're down here at Radio Row inside the Phoenix Convention Center. Super Bowl 57 right around the corner of the Chiefs. The Eagles getting ready to get underway. And that's the reason we're all here. And that's the reason everybody's here is because uh, it is the uh, the biggest spectacle in sports for lack of a better term, at least in North American sports, that's for damn sure. But uh, the Super Bowl is uh, not only a uh, North American gig, it is a worldwide gig. And uh, without a doubt, there are stations from all over here, uh, from all over. It's not as big. The contingent is not as big as it once was, but it's big. And uh, it is, um, it is... It's interesting because the eclectic mix has really started uh, uh, yesterday and today specifically. Uh, there's not a table available anymore. It used to be uh, for the first couple of days, if you were watching on the Bud Light live stream, uh, the first couple of days, there were some tables open nearby, you know. Uh, anymore? No. Not happening. Everything uh, is taken. Like where you're looking at right now, there used to be some tables available for some radio stations and television stations uh, throughout the country. And now everything is completely engulfed. Uh, the NFL has taken over uh, stations from all over the country, all over the world have come in. I saw a station from Italy that is here. There was uh, obviously numerous stations from Mexico, uh, Spanish-speaking stations. I'm not quite sure some of the uh, some of the places that they're from. They don't have the markers usually. They usually have it on the, the microphone, uh, the mic flags, but some of them don't. A lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasters are here, big time. Uh, as a matter of fact, the NFL walking around today to see what tables are available, if there's availability, because they've had additional requests for people to come in. So they've been moving in some additional furniture. So it's been a busy, busy day uh, today on Radio Row. Tomorrow promises to be uh, as busy. Uh, you've got the NFL Honors Banquet coming up tonight, which is taking place upstairs connecting to this building, which is at the Symphony Hall. And as I, you found out on, on, was it Monday or Tuesday, was the day that I ended up getting stuck over there and not being able to find my way out because of the labyrinth of tunnels and escalators and elevators and stuff uh, in this in this huge, massive facility that is uh, the uh, Phoenix Convention Center. But by the way, if you if you are happening to come here, maybe you're taking a listen, what have you. We had a great time last night. 
Uh, and I'll post a few pictures from over there. But we had a great time. We were in Old Scottsdale last night. And that's the set where ESPN is. So if you watch any of the four-letter network, uh, they basically carpeted the streets. And ESPN has their set right in the middle of Main Street of Old Scottsdale. Now, my fr- a friend of mine, a guy I grew up with, owns a place called Sound Art USA. And soundartusa.com. His name's Steve. And his, his uh, ESPN is actually using his place for kind of their get ready. So the bathroom, the, the necessities to go in, do the makeup and all that kind of stuff, they're using his place for that. And we were over there last night and ran into quite a few of the, the ESPN staff. They were doing some NFL Live over there. Saw Teddy Bruschi over there. We saw Ryan Clark over there last night. Saw a bunch of those guys. And uh, one of the restaurants right behind that place is catering for the ESPN staff as well, which is fantastic food. But uh, we were walking around Old Scottsdale last night. What a, the place is just a buzz between the they have a, a Old Scottsdale tailgate kickoff last night, uh, getting ready for Super Bowl, and in addition to that, just to the north, maybe you know maybe three blocks north is where really Scottsdale kind of meshes into Old Scottsdale, and all of those bars over there and restaurants and stuff, all of those have welcome golfers, so they have all the PGA stuff out. So it was just a mishmash last night of, uh, of a mass humanity as you've got just hundreds and hundreds, millions of people that have come in to this city that are getting in many different areas, you know, parties and tailgates and different events and such uh, that are all getting together to, uh, to celebrate both the Waste Management Phoenix Open and then obviously the Super Bowl. But it was just a really fun time last night as we got a chance to get out, walk around. Now, tonight uh, we are going to be in uh, – follow us on social media – we're going to what's called Cigars with the Stars, and a lot of the it benefits the grid, Gridiron Greats. Uh, Erlocker will be there tonight. Uh, we talked to Jim McMahon, Kyle Turley, Mike Golick. A lot of those guys will be there. Ron Jaworski, he's going to be there tonight as well. They usually get a lot of the guys from the Honors Banquet that will be upstairs tonight, then come over afterwards to, to hang out at uh, the Cigars with the Stars event. And it's kind of an upscale event. I mean, you know, for myself, it's just, you know, throwing on a sport coat. But for many, they tend to dress to the nines and go all out for this thing. So it's always a fun time. Uh, A few cigars, good stories, good beverages. Uh, A few choice media members that get a chance to go and mix and mingle. It's also some supporters and sponsors and such. But it's really an entertaining night. And we're going to be over there this evening. Uh, And then tomorrow night, It's I can't believe it's Friday. I can't believe the week's already gone by. But. We'll be, uh, we got a kind of a, just a relaxing dinner with the staff tomorrow night. And then that's it. Mike Clemens is going to be on the ground uh, bringing you all the fun and frivolity of Super Bowl. Mike's going to stay all the way through uh, Tuesday, or Monday or Tuesday, I believe. So we'll be getting all of that action from Mike. And uh, you and I are going to be back talking about the, the Super Bowl and about the game. I'll be back in studio, uh, in the home studio on Monday. Uh, back uh, in the, the Milwaukee area, back into Wisconsin. And, Ben, have you taken a look outside the window at all? Is it still uh, brutally snowing? I don't even know what oh, it's yes. like doing doing right now throughout the state. Oh, I know we were – is it? In Madison, I think it's been five, six inches, if not more, so far. Really? And it was crazy because we drove – I drove in at uh, 4.15, 4.20 in the morning, and it was it was raining, and it, it said it was supposed to be snowing. So we actually started our show, and we're like, oh, look, it's not even snowing. This is nothing. Uh, they canceled yeah. schools, and, and it's just a normal day. And then as soon as it started, it's been it's been nonstop since then. Wow. Uh, yeah, I haven't even thought to take a look. I mean, I like I said, I looked at my uh, the camera uh, at my house uh, a little earlier today, and it was raining. It wasn't snowing. 
But I can see uh, just by looking at the radar that, uh, that you got snow pretty much, you know, I, now I know like the Eau Claire area is uh, right now clear of what uh, the snow was. There's a mix of rain and snow. Kenosha and such is getting more rain than anything. There's a big swath over Milwaukee of rain. But for the most part, from, uh, you know, our friends in Platteville all the way up to our friends up in the UP and Pembine, you draw a complete diagonal line across the state of Wisconsin. Green Bay included in all that, Door County and such. I see all the snow coming down. And in a lot of areas, it's a it's a it's not a blue, it's a dark, dark blue. So it must be really coming down. All right, we got another hour yet to go. Another hour today. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's just so much fun being here. The energy is just uh, palpable. Appreciate it so much for everybody taking a listen to us, whether you're listening to us over the radio, watching us on the Bud Light live stream. It's, uh, it's just awesome. A lot of good stuff going on right now here in Ready Row. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.